The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. During Clayton's segment, she turned to me and said, I'm going to bathe you like a guinea pig. It's the (laughs) one and only Creepy Teresa. (laughs) Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And all right. All right. (laughs) That that was not something I expected to see on 90 Day Fiance, but shame is me because you should have no expectations when you turn this show on. I obviously, guys, I did not tell John that I want to bathe him like a guinea pig. No, however, you said, you said a couple things. However, not not a bad idea. <laughs> but I loved this so much because the the sound the guinea pigs make really brings me back to the spence, times. Spence, spence, spence. No, no, no. That's oh. that's a bunny. Oh, correct it's, me, please. It's It brings me back to the times that I had Peppa One and Peppa Two. Usually music brings me back to a time, not animal noises, but... <laughs> well, you never you had a pet. How dare you? You're like animals. How, how dare you dishonor... Yeah. How dare you dishonor waffles that way? <laughs> Is waffles the fat cat you had? It was not fat. It was actually probably a little underweight, and I was a little nervous. Why would you name it waffles then? I've told you this story time and time again. I know, but I feel like waffles is a great name for a fat cat. No, I had the name. Oh. Before I ever had the cat, and I said, well, it would just be an injustice if I had a name as nice as Waffles and had no pet to name Waffles. So I found the cat that that was befitting of that name, and I named it Waffles, and then I told you this part, too, and I hope they're not listening. A few years later, a friend of mine from college, she messaged me. was like, guess what? I just got a cat named it Pancakes. I was like, how dare you? <laughs> how, da- how dare you do that? Clearly biting, but that's Waffles. And What yeah. happened to Waffles? Well, it's with it's with uh, an old partner of mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, now I'm kind of mad at you, though. Why? Because it's been about four years, five, since we <laughs> named our future dog. Jurassic, we, oh, Jurassic okay. Park, Weller the first. I, I didn't know we were coming out and telling our friends. Yeah, when we get a dog, its name. Where will, is the dog? Its name will be J.P. Weller the first. Or Jurassic Park Weller the first. If we're mad at him, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's coming. I, I I led a simpler life back then. I wasn't okay. I wasn't okay. married to an international woman of mystery. I led, I, I led a simpler <laughs> life in Connecticut. And we okay, could, like that. we could afford the luxury of sitting around all day doing nothing, not enjoying each other's company, and needing a pet to okay. to keep the smiles on our face. That's a that's a good excuse. Thank you. But if we do get a dog, whenever that is, whether it's in a year or three, it has to be named Jurassic Park Weller the First. <laughs> At least legally, what we call it can be 
between us, but yes. We can call it JPW. All right. Okay, okay. All good possibilities. <laughs> Anyways, we're not here to talk about our future pet or pets really at all. We did that on our Family Affair Patreon. Bonus. Guys. Guys. Guys, if you're not on the Family Affair, what are you what are you waiting for? If this is not enough reason to get you over there, I don't know what it is. There's a show, and let's just tell our friends because this show deserves to be out there, whether you're on the Family Affair level or not. Correct. And our friend Missy messaged us saying, guys, this is the best thing ever. Yeah. Th- she said, thank you. <laughs> uh, it's a show called The Secret Life of Dancing Dogs. It's on Hulu, and it is everything you think it could possibly be. And so much more. Because it has the human drama to it, too. It has so, reality TV drama. Yeah. And then just adorable dogs dancing. Yeah. So, like, for those who feel like, yeah, like, I don't want to really watch animals. Like, I love animals, but they're kind of boring to watch. Guys, this thing is everything but boring. Yeah. <laughs> and fun fact, we went to Connecticut over Thanksgiving, right? Happy Thanksgiving, Happy everyone. Thanks- we hope, we well, hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yes. I hope you guys enjoyed the bird. It's time to turn those Christmas tunes to 11 now. Yes. And so we landed in Connecticut, and I was hoping to see Darcy. Yeah. We didn't, but yeah. we saw a dancing dog. It's very true at the airport. <laughs> Just like dancing. And we were like, Sweeping oh, my gosh. The nation. Amazing. Amazing. Darcy sort of looks like a dancing dog from certain (laughs) angles. I kid, Darcy. We love you. We love the Dars. Anyways, yeah. Hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And check out The Secret Life of Dancing Dogs if you haven't. And and on Patreon, The Family Affair, we talk about our thoughts on that show. I could summarize it in one word. Amazing. Or woof. Anyways, we're not here to talk about any of that. We're here to talk about 90 Day Fiance, the OG. Before we do, real quick, a little business. We are on Patreon, as we just said. We're talking about the other way. We're not talking about dancing dogs. We're talking about the other way over there. It's All on, equally, equally amazing. Equally amazing. It's on Patreon. It's on Supercast. Patreon.com slash Reality or MaryThreeReality.Supercast.com. Check it out. We're having a fantastic time over there. Probably some holiday bonuses coming up. Now mm-hmm. that, oh yeah! Now that tis the season. We may or may not. May or may not do a holiday bonus. So check us out on Patreon and Supercast. Also, we're on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. You can hang out over there. We post memes. We post little video clips. Most importantly, we can chat with you over there. And we love it. When we say call in, that's where you call, and that's our direct line. So share your thoughts. Message us on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. We don't just chat on Instagram. We also chat on the Patreon. Good point. We have the amazing chat where everyone can share their thoughts from level to level. All levels. All levels. All levels. Participate in the chat. Yes. Friends with Benefits, Cousins Club, The Family Affair, we all chat and I love it. And if you want to private message us, do that too. Absolutely. It's all these possibilities. Comment on the episode. Share your thoughts. I love that. I love it too. So that's Patreon. That's Supercast. That's Instagram. Also, just make sure you're following the episode wherever you're listening to right now. So no matter what we drop, when we drop it, it comes right to your device. So easy to follow. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys. I can tell by <laughs> Teresa's face. She she has nothing hot. She is still cold from Connecticut. Smashy like it's as hot. It's guinea pigs wrapped in towels. Love it. That's actually, even if you spend an hour thinking about it, you would not be able to top the hotness of it's that. It's not pig in blanket. Oh, it is pig in a blanket. It's guinea pig in a blanket. It was my favorite dish at IHOP was pigs in a blanket. Oh, I see. I got it wrong. I always get it wrong. I always said 
pig in blankets. Well, I have quite the appetite, so it's pigs. It's in a pigs. Yeah. It's all pigs in one blanket. Eh, I think it had. I think they had multiple blankets. It it's was pigs in. It's pigs in a, in blanket in a blanket. It's pigs know. in a blanket. Yeah, that's all the, name. the pigs in a blanket. That's the name, but the actual dish is sausage wrapped in a pancake. Well, of course, in a, a pancake. What was your evidence? At IHOP, they wrapped it in a pancake. Oh. What'd you think? An actual blanket? Well, like um, like a sourdough, no? No. Whatever that, we we mm. make it for uh, New Year's and the Super Bowl occasionally. What oh. do we do? The, is that pigs in a blanket? Yeah, of course it is. I guess you're right. Yeah. The one in IHOP, I'm pretty sure it was a sausage wrapped in a pancake. Jeez, IHOP. Yeah, I'm getting hungry. Anyways, smash like it's as hot as that. And last but not least, if you guys haven't left a review, you guys know we're suckers for a little review. It is the holiday season. It would be the greatest gift if you could leave us a review. If you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on this podcast right here. And I'm going to just assume that you have one. Of course, Teresa. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Can Thank you, you share? Yeah. This comes to us from our friend Gil, 201035. Oh, hello, Gil. Hello. It's, and all the numbers? It's like 90210, <laughs> but, but not. So Gil writes five stars. Where do I begin? Well, five stars is a good place to start. Great start. First of all, love you guys. I'm reading it with the punctuation. Love you guys. Second of all, and everyone buckle up. My wife laughed so hard she farted. (laughs) (laughs) Best show ever. Thank you. I... I love this so much. This literally made my day. <laughs> Teresa, you're not alone. What? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like processing this review and I just love it more and more the more I think about it. Thank you for sharing, Gail. And your wife, <laughs> your you. wife is amazing. I would like to know what was being said when that <laughs> happened. But thank you, Gail. Thank you to Mrs. Gill. Probably one of the ridiculous things we just say without really realizing what we say. I would I would assume so. Thank you, Gil. That's amazing. And what a beautiful review, Gil, and all the numbers, and Gil's wife. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> all right. That's the business. What do you say before we talk about the episode, we do a little 90 day, by the way. Do you have any post-turkey, by the way? I got a couple. I got one sad, one maybe positive. Okay, let's let's hear the sad one first. Let's start sad, and then we'll finish with a bang. Ooh, I know the sad you know one. What I, I showed it to you. Yeah, you're getting really good at calling my by the words. I know. Is it well, about Kenny and Armando? It is. Toffee. Oh yeah. Toffee is in and is dancing in doggy heaven. That's right now. sad. They just lost. Was it truffles? Truffle. I was gonna say waffles. No, how dare you? I lost <laughs> waffles to my ex. That <laughs> slut. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Back to Toffee here. So Toffee, they posted on social media that a few days ago, their little Toffee, who we met on this season of The Other Way. Yeah, he was young. Yeah, like a year and nine months. Oh, that's they say, sad. They say they had Toffee for a year and nine months. I don't know if that means that's how old Toffee was mm. or if they had adopted Toffee at a, a later age. Well, he looked like a younger dog for sure. Yeah, so here's... The what we know, and there's definitely some details missing. I'm not asking for the details. It sounds tragic, but apparently, there was an incident, and they rushed Toffee to the vet, where her heart stopped, and they could not revive her. Aww. It's very sad, especially after just losing Truffles recently. I know it's 
It is sad. I I lost both of my dogs at pretty young age. Yeah. Well, five and six. It's young for a young. dog. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, that makes me sad. Our hearts go out to Kenny and Armando. They do have another dog. They have a Frenchie, Mika. Yeah, but still, like losing no, a dad is like losing a family member. I'm just shining some light on okay. on Mika, and hopefully they'll have a milkshake baby on the way very soon. Ooh. So th- there will be love in that house once again, and there always is. I'm wondering what's up with that because they recently went to Italy, living their best lives. Oh, really? So I don't know if the baby's cooking, or we'll see. I don't think milkshakes cook; that would melt. But maybe it's being stirred up. All right. <laughs> Not a doctor. All right. That's, by the way, number one. We are thinking about you, Kenny and Armando. That's yes, tough. we are always. Number two. On a more positive note, I guess. Mother Deb and in, in, in Canada Tony are going strong. I showed this one to you, too. Well, Who's doing the by the way? I was trying to enjoy Thanksgiving. So I was taking <laughs> what I could get. So, okay. What many thought was just a storyline for the single life, I oh, think, yeah. has turned into a full-fledged romance. I love it. I love it. So much so that Dirty D is turning to social media, looking for help, obtaining Canadian citizenship. And what she did was she posted asking, hey, I'm in need of an immigration attorney. Nothing too expensive. If it's free, if it's pro bono, even better. And that's rubbing people the wrong way that she's kind of yeah. asking for some free. Yeah, she shouldn't be asking for free. We all work hard, no matter what we do, podcasting, lawyers. And I get it. Lawyers are expensive. And we know it firsthand because our lawyer, he was amazing, but he took three and a half thousand dollars to just, help us. I think just to start. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and don't get me wrong. There is no way John and I could have done the first green guy without him because it's too much paperwork and we're too paranoid. We're too, if I say perfectionist, it's just because we're too afraid to make a mistake because we didn't want to delay anything, right? So worth all the money. Now I know why they call it a green card. (laughs) Because of the money. Yeah. But yeah, but he did the job and he had a bunch of paralegals helping him. So I get the money, right? Yeah. Her asking for something pro bono. I mean, maybe she could say, hey, like anyone has a suggestion for a, for an attorney that doesn't take thousands of dollars, but... Well, yeah. she did say uh, affordable. Well, here's the thing. Why don't they get married? Well, okay. So there's a lot of people, of course, saying that. Marry Tony, marry Tony. There's a few speculative complications. Tony has a criminal past. He might, judging by the looks of this man. He may. (laughs) But one is it takes a long time, right? And it could take longer and longer and longer. Mm -hmm. So she wants to be there now. The other speculation is if she marries, and I don't know if this is true or not. This is just social media speculation. If she marries Tony... She could risk her U.S. pension that she's getting from her late husband. Um, People speculate she's getting money. Yeah, I don't think she... You don't give it out. Like, she wouldn't lose the citizenship. Like, marrying someone from a foreign country... I mean, what... Okay, I can shine a little light on this, right? I'm a Czech citizen. However, I told the Czech Republic or signed something that says... I am not living here, so I don't pay taxes in check. I don't pay for garbage. I don't pay for anything because they know that I don't live there. I pay tax in the U.S. I do all this here. Mm-hmm. So no one's after me. I don't have insurance in the Czech Republic for the same reason because I don't live there. So 
if she moved to Canada permanently, she may have to give some stuff up. Not yeah. her, not her citizenship, but there might be no, no some consequences. However, yeah, I don't think if pension would be that. Yeah, no one knows, and that's just the speculation. But okay, regardless, she's asking. So if you are an attorney listening and looking to work for free, reach out to Dirty D. Yeah, I'm going to say one thing, right? No matter how long it takes, nothing takes as long as the U.S. immigration. You don't know that. No? You don't know that. That's that's the word out there in the streets. Okay. Well, people just say the U.S. citizenship is the most strict one. In our experience, yes. Not in our experience, in general. Okay. Well, I only know from our experience. Yeah, and it was fine. It took a long time. It took, but it was fine, but... I have some international friends. John is giving me a look, guys. Well, I like to be... John is like, you're not a lawyer. Don't I, listen right to your friends. I, don't, I hate putting <laughs> disclaimers on this podcast. I'm not, and... Don't listen to me, literally. I'm speculating as usual. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Let's talk <laughs> you're about, welcome for helping you. Let's talk about the reason we're here. All Sunday right. night. Sunday night. 90 Day Fiance. Season 10. Episode 8. Now I feel like the season's starting to take a long time, maybe. You look sad. Do you want to sit on my lap? <laughs> you want to wash me like a guinea pig? <laughs> do, you, do, you want, do you want me to give you a piggyback ride? No. Okay. Well, we'll do it after. I want to talk about this episode. All right. All right. All right. I want to talk about <laughs> Sophie and Rob. Okay. I know Sophie doesn't really have another option. But she sure forgave Rob very quickly. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Sophie has so many options. Uh, yes. I just mean if she doesn't want to go back to England. Yeah. That's the dumbest thing ever. If you're unhappy, and she clearly is, it's not like you're going back to a third world country where there is war and poverty. You would go back to England. Like, come on. I know. That's what. That's what's missing She has you. an option. I could understand for people who suffer from living in the third world country, living somewhere where there is war, where there is poverty, where there is all kinds of bad things. I could understand that she's like, you know what? I'm going to suck it up. This could be good. But she has options and she's still giving in for freaking Rob. Fine. So regardless of her options, she gave in very quickly. Very quickly. Maybe she just needed a good night's sleep at a posh Airbnb, but the guy shows up with one rose and a half-assed apology, and she's like, all right, back to the dorm room. Let's go. Yeah, he's like, so you want to go back, pack up and go? Yeah, okay, let's do it. Like, she, she says he wasn't cheating. She determines what he did wasn't cheating, and that's great. You decide for yourself. It's your relationship. But we really need to know what app this was. I know we think it's Instagram. I think it's Instagram. If it's Instagram and he's sending out knob pics, it's cheating. Of course it is. If it's some chat, some web chat or something that you're paying for, then I say it's porn. He doesn't have bathroom in his apartment. You think he's going to pay for porn? Maybe that's why he doesn't have a bathroom. Well, he said himself. He said it was like free porn. That's his excuse. But that's that's I, why. Maybe it, call it, me old school, but back in my day, you don't just send dick pics on Instagram and call it pornography. You go on a porn website. No, but this wasn't that. This was a random chick sliding in his DMs on, I don't know, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat. You call it. I don't know. <laughs> but like one of these apps, and it was a it was a woman who found him attractive and he found her attractive too. 
That's why it's cheating. It's not physical cheating. Well, it's not cheating if she slides in. It's cheating because he slid back. That's what makes it cheating. Correct. And if there was no exchange of money, then it's not business. It's pleasure. That's cheating. But it's not our relationship. Sophie determined it was not cheating. And so Thank she's... God. It's not our oh, relationship. <laughs> yeah. And so she's she's back in with Rob. Yeah. So they got home. He's like, so are you ready to put your ring back on? Yeah. Like, does it fit? Yeah. Like, leave it on. Okay. Like, gee. It's like, calm down, Yeah. You're dude. the one who messed up, man. He is... Like, but... <laughs> If I had to pick between him and Manuel. Oh, Manuel is the absolute worst. Don't please don't let's not talk about him now because I'm gonna get so fired up discussing him. I yeah, okay, main, okay. I, he, he's worse. I wanna maintain a low blood pressure until I have to spike. He okay? is worse, he's worse, but Rob, man, close second. Close second. Okay. Here's here's a maybe a redeeming factor for Rob at least. He's got a surprise. He's like, I know you like the beach. I know you like these houses. And they walk up to this just random blue house. And he's like, we're going into this building. We're going up these steps. I'm like, I don't know this narration. This is not helping the romance. But the ocean was nice. It was a nice view. Yeah, I have to give him a plus for this one. Like, he is an op, but this was nice. But here's, here's my <laughs> issue with this. Yeah. He's doing it because he fucked up. And no. I, I will, if, if he keeps doing things like this, and as she said, she said, being romantic doesn't need to cost money. I want you to be there for me. Take me on a walk. You don't have to rent an Airbnb, right? Do something nice for me. If he keeps doing things like this, okay, maybe I'll give him some credit in the future. This is just a first step of him paying for what he did. And okay, it's better than the alternative of him doing nothing. She wants him to be thoughtful. I think that's where she's saying it doesn't have to yeah. be expensive. And to me, this was not thoughtful at all because all he did was realize that oh yeah she just rented a nice airbnb by herself i could just rent the nice airbnb for us like it wasn't even an original idea she had literally just stayed at a nice airbnb the day before all right not the sharpest toy in the box so i think this is as good as it gets for him and she loves it he's like i guess what well, check it out come, come over check it out bathroom right <laughs> here right here for you to get ready isn't, isn't it awesome and she's like yeah that's what most people have not you most people. I think she was giving him a, a well-deserved jab. I don't think she was being serious. But what is she going to get ready? What is she going to change into? She didn't pack. This was a surprise. She mm. didn't have luggage. Are they was, are they just there for a sunset and going to go home that night? Are they staying over? I he, don't know. He had a duffel bag, but she didn't seem prepared with anything. Well, who knows? But... A nice gesture for someone like Rob, especially after he fucked up. Yeah, and he brought in Indian food and wine, which Sophie loves Indian food. So he's Ooh. earning he's earning points. Yeah, taste of India. Taste of India. He's earning points, <laughs> which okay, he's making an effort. That's good. He does actually apologize this time. It was the most profuse apology he's made since he got caught. Yes, and he apologizes, and I'm glad he. At least he's asking for forgiveness. He didn't assume. Because I feel like him assuming is something he would do. Saying, sure. I'm sorry, but I hope you you forgive me. He's like, would you, do you forgive me? And she says, I forgive you, but I don't forget. Mm -hmm. Which, Honest. I'm glad. I'm glad. And she said, all right, like, I get it. I wasn't here. Maybe you had some sort of needs, which still fucked up. I don't, I don't accept that. But she did fine. 
But she said, I'm here now. If this happens again, I'm not even going to say anything. I'm not going to have a conversation. I'm going to leave. Yeah, and I hope she if it does happen again, she does leave. She doesn't mean that. This has happened multiple times now. And she's created a pattern and she's probably conditioned Rob to think, oh, I can do this and continue to get away with it because she showed me time and time again that I can. Well, third time's the charm. This yeah. is it. And I really hope that he either lives his best life with her and he's nice to her and appreciates her and gets a fucking apartment with a bathroom because, hello. Yeah, she deserves that. Or she's just going to pack up and leave because this cannot happen again. Yeah, and she makes a point to say, I'm still going to check your phone until I can trust you again. Which I get it, but I don't. I think checking your partner's phone is just such a sign of insecurity. I just, it completely is. And I'm sure so many couples do it. There's no way to be comfortable and confident in a relationship if you do feel the need to check the phone. So I don't know how they're going to be happy if they're at a place where she feels the need to check the phone. It should be like, okay, I'm going to put my trust in you and don't break it again. But the fact that she's going to continue to check the phone, you're never going to be able to relax. Yeah. You're always going to feel like, oh, Someone is spying on me. She doesn't trust me. Oh, like, don't do anything. It's like, you literally, I don't, I know you don't check my phone, but often you grab my phone because it's connected to Alexa. You're like searching music and stuff, right? And that's fine because there is nothing in my phone that you could find if you did check it, right? Mm -hmm. Literally, my entire photo album is you. My social media is you. Only people I talk to are my friends. You're free to look at it. I know you don't, but you could. And I don't care. And I feel like they need to get to that point too. Like there is a chance that she could check the phone. However, don't do it. But here's the thing. That's not trust, right? And she's like, okay, I forgive you. You do it one more time though, and we're done. Well, checking his phone is not trust. You should just trust him. And then if you find out the way you found out this last time, then end it. But at least try to trust him and try to have a, a re- confident relationship. True. And then see what happens. But don't, I don't know. It's so difficult because he has broken her trust and she wants to know that she's not getting played again. But I feel like dress for the job you want. So like act, act the way you want the relationship to be, which is a trusting relationship. So don't check his phone. Yeah. It's tough. They have a, if they are going to be successful, as much as I hate Rob, then they need a lot of work. And it's totally. work about mostly trust. Same for Gino and Jasmine. Same for literally all these couples. Here's, here's the other thing. The checking of the phone is such a false sense of trust. Yeah. There are so many apps out there now where you can hide your messages, your photos. Really? and a, Yeah. It looks like. How do you know? I should check your phone. Because I watch reality television. <laughs> but you'll open up the phone and it's like, oh, this is just a folder for files for like PDFs or whatever. But then it's like, actually, no, if you put in the password, boop, pops open and there's all your nude photos. So it's this false sense of trust, which is not real. So just work on real trust. Yeah, for and sure. I'll, and I'll make another point in a second because New Day, Sophie is at a brewery. She's FaceTiming mom, right? Mom wants an update on Rob. Very clean brewery. That's that's how they get down these days. I know. I know. It's a little too sterile for me. I know. You know which one, like, the most sterile brewery that I really loved was the one 
in Connecticut. We went to afternoon hiking last year. Oh, yeah. Was a I don't sterile. know the name of it, but that one was like very sterile. It was in Hamden, but, Connecticut. Shout out to Hamden. But it still felt nice, like comfy. Comfy yeah. is what I'm going for. This one is just like, okay, so much. It felt like a chain. LA, like, yeah. It's like a chain yeah. beer pub. Also, why just go to Starbucks or a coffee shop? Like going to well, going to a brewery to FaceTime your mom. To drink water, Sophie. Um, but as mom questioned and Sophie said, it's just a chain a change of scenery, which I feel like was something production said to her. Because I feel like they were probably like, let's go to this brewery. And Sophie's like, why? Like, let's just do it here. And production said, change of scenery. Well, imagine being in Rob's tiny apartment with four crew members, Rob, oh, yeah. Sophie, Sophie on the phone. It's like, pfft. No, it, it makes sense that they go somewhere. And so Sophie's talking to mom and mom's like, this is crazy that you're giving him another chance. This is literally the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over, expecting different results. And Sophie says, well, here's something he doesn't know. I'm tracking his phone. And that gives me proof that he really was just messaging. He never cheated on me because I'm tracking his phone and he never left his house. Yeah, but still, like, if he's home talking to girls, sending them his dick, dick pics, then that's okay as long as he didn't go there and show it in person. But here's the false sense of security. Girls can go to his house. The phone doesn't show you that. So this is that whole idea of like, oh, I'm tracking him. He lets me see his phone. You're creating this false sense of confidence and trust. A girl could go over to his place any day of the week and you would never know. Yeah. So sure, maybe he never went to a girl's house. Although, you know what? A girl probably wouldn't go to his place. No. Place stinks. But yeah, tracking of the phone can reveal some wild stuff. You're saying that like it's from experience. Well, a friend of mine that you know too. She called her husband cheating on her because she kept tracking his phone and it was this pattern. Yeah. And the pattern didn't align with what he told her. Yeah. Over and over. But long story short, they went through a rough patch. They've been married for 15 years and they have a beautiful baby. So mm. they they got over it. I guess it was because they got married when they were like 19 or 20. Yeah, get out of your system before you get married, guys. Yeah, and so all good for them, I guess, but it was a rough patch for both of them. But yeah, tracking of the phone, she was like, man, I was like, this is this is weird. And she figured it out and he came clean. Yeah, yikes. Yikes, exactly. Anyways, back to Sophie. We do learn mom is coming to town very shortly and that can cause all sorts of problems because... Rob and mom don't necessarily have the best relationship. So just as things are starting to get good, now mom's going to come in and shake things up. I love it. I want the mom because she hates him. She, I think she feels about him the way we feel about him, all of us. Yeah, stinks. Rob the knob. And so I think Sophie needs someone there who's going to be like, all right, let's get down to business. Let's look at this relationship because it sucks. And I still don't think they should get married. There is a part of me that I I can see the beach wedding. The beach wedding. Beach wedding. So we'll see, guys. We'll see. All right. Well, let's move on to our faves. Ooh, Gino and Jasmine. I, I, that's why I went to college, too, so I can be putting <laughs> together steps for Coco so he doesn't have to jump on the bed. I don't know how much I'm buying of this storyline now. A lot of our friends called in. I don't know if you were, like, lurking in the background of the chats. Not recently. Well, 
people are saying, oh, this is fake. The whole like Michelle drama, because like, would Michelle really tell her like after Jasmine said, all right, well, I have trust issues and blah, blah, blah. Michelle's like, by the way, he went to a strip club without telling you. Yeah. Or or he, here's part of me. I'm like, maybe it is real. And Michelle's just a savage who is here for the drama. Yeah, Michelle's a savage. That's not causing me any alarm. One of the big things is there's screenshots going around now on social media of the lip gloss. In oh, a, yeah. In a previous scene on Jasmine's counter in the bathroom. And it's like, this clearly her. She was using it minutes before. Now she's like, who is who's this? this? So that's one thing. The other thing is, in this scene, right, he is building the dog steps. Jasmine comes home <laughs> and is just immediately like, what did you do the day before I arrived? And he goes, I didn't go out the day before you arrived. And the fact that he says, I didn't go out before you arrived is like, oh, you're just trying to remember the script, but you're a bad actor. Because the reaction should be like, what do you mean? I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. Or I don't remember what I did, right? But the fact is, like, I didn't go out. It's like, how'd you know she was accusing you of going out? Oh, interesting. It just seemed like he was a little off book, and he was trying to remember what he was supposed to say. It's like, you gave too much away in that line, Gino. Maybe, but what brought me back to me believing this is what happened next. So he's like, oh, yeah, um, it, yeah, it was my bachelor party. I went, I went out. And she's like, okay. Where did you go? And Gino says, well, I went to a strip club. No, do your Gino voice. I went to a strip club. We went to a strip club. With my, with my family. It was just family <laughs> outing. Was family. It was family outing. I, now it was I, the I, Olive Garden of strip clubs. When you're here, you're family. I got to tell your mom, like, next year for Thanksgiving, like, I want to go to a strip club to strip with your family. They probably have a mean buffet on Thanksgiving. <laughs> like on How I Met Your Mother. All the breasts. Barney. Mm-hmm. They always went to a strip club. On Thanksgiving? That was the one Thanksgiving they did. Oh. Anyways, back to this. So he's like, I, I didn't touch anyone. I was just looking. And then we see, then we see the snippets of Gino just like playing the butt bongos <laughs> and the strippers riding him as a pony. Here's what I, I, I hope they'll show it during the tell-all so she can like flip on him because I still believe that, let's say this is made up, she knew about the strip club. If she knew what he was doing at the strip club, like strippers riding him oh, yeah. around, she's going to flip. Here's the issue I had is as Gino's trying to explain, yes, we went to the strip club, my family was there. He's like, a lot of people do it in America. And he kept going back to, well, everyone does this here in the States. A lot of people do it in America. He's trying to make it a cultural thing. Like, Ooh. you wouldn't understand. In America, people go to strip clubs on their bachelor parties. People have bachelor parties in all different countries. It's not an American thing that this is an issue. It's a Jasmine thing. And and you have to treat it that way. You can't just be, the defense isn't that, oh, well, in America, this is what we do. The defense is like, you did it too, Jasmine. You shoved your ass out of a party bus. Yeah. You did it too. I should be able well, to. Well, here's the thing. She said it. She's like, I I went and had a bachelorette party too, but I told you. You didn't tell right. me. And I'm with her on it too. Like, I helped your friends to pick stuff for your bachelor party. <laughs> I sent them things to buy on Amazon. I picked it out for you. Uh -huh. I'm all for it, but... If you told me, like, oh, I'm not doing anything, and I found out that you went and went wild, I would be like, 
What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why wouldn't you tell me? The lie is bad, but he's been conditioned to have to lie. He yeah. knows there's no chance of getting an approval to go out. Sure, but he should have at least stalled her. He should have said something. If she said no and he did it, then he can be True. like, well, I told you that. I told you I'm going to have a bachelor party, but he didn't. And he said, well, I didn't want to, I, I didn't want to tell you because you would get upset. So I was just going to tell you if you asked. And she's like, how would I ever ask? Like, unless someone tells me, how would I ever ask? True. Here is why I believe this, right? So she starts like losing her shit. She goes from zero to lip gloss. Literally. Losing her shit, crying, yelling, saying, I want to go home. I don't want to marry you. She throws the ring at him, freaking out. She's like, you don't love me. She leaves. You're and way he's out like, of control. You're way out of control. I think you need some help. Yeah. And he's like. This keeps happening over and over. I don't know if I can deal with this for the rest of my life. This is you you just you're just overreacting. Like you you do need help. Like I don't know what to do. And it sounded genuine and he's like this is, this is fucking happening again. Like this Gino sounded genuine. This wasn't rehearsed Gino or Gino trying to play a role. I think this was Gino just being like, "Oh my gosh." happening again yeah that's a good point yeah and i'm happy he is realizing she always does this she this is the same as angela i'm done like stop it's the boy who cried wolf it's the angela who cried i'm done enough is enough either shit or get off the pot stay or leave but these empty threats is it's exhausting i'll tell you what guys one ring throwing would be the end of the relationship. Oh, yeah. She threw the How ring. many rings did she throw at him? How many uh, rings? She lied about many, the ring. A couple rings, a couple toothbrushes. This is just not okay. And I love Jasmine. I do. But this is not okay. Like, you can get into nasty fights. Sure. Some people, unfortunately, do. And that just means you are in an unhealthy relationship. However. it's not even. I don't even know if it means you're in an unhealthy relationship. It means... You deal with your emotions in an unhealthy way. Or, but throwing of the ring, that's such a gesture that I i don't know if I would take it. I'm so that, disrespectful. I'm that serious that I, we could get into arguments. Sure, you want to debate? Sure. Maybe one day we'll get in a nasty argument. Hopefully not, knock it. But let's say we do. Like, we can solve it by speaking. Throwing of the ring would really be... I don't even know what I would do. It's very disrespectful. It's very disrespectful. And forget about the fact that, oh, it has a diamond. You can break it. Forget about that. It's the gesture. You're mm -hmm. saying, like, I'm throwing this away. Like, the promise. Yeah, I completely agree. <gasps> well, let's see. I hope. But great TV. Great TV. It's great TV. And I hope she doesn't <laughs> go far because we need them this season. I mean, as far as I know, she's still in the U.S. True. So. True. Again, it's, it's that pattern. It's the Robin Sophie. It's Gino and Jack. It's this pattern of you think it's over and then I'll give you a pass. Well, here's the thing. A lot of couples love drama. True. And they love making up after. Yeah. And some people run on drama. They run on fights and unhappiness because solving of that and getting back together is almost like um, 
like a drug. Like you、mm-hmm. get this adrenaline, adrenaline out of it. I don't get it, but I have friends who told me that yeah, like it's fun. Like it's always like we fight, but then it's like the makeup sex, or like the makeup when he apologizes to me. I love it. Like I, I feel like I own, I own the world. It's like that's so unhealthy, but it's so more common than we think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's Gino and Jess. All right. Fingers crossed they'll stay with us. Let's see. Let's move on. Let's go to South Korea to say goodbye to Korea. All right. Finally, someone's going to the U.S. because this is not before ninety. Shout out to the airport robot. I had to look it up. It's called the Air Star. I love that. It's fantastic. So I was like, "What does this thing do? What's it capable of?" I mean, really, these robots are taking our jobs. But passengers can learn about the airport by making conversation. It says you can touch the screen, you can scan a barcode. They're on the floor in the airport. It provides directions to the check-in counters. It, it'll even take passengers to the counter if you ask it to. I love you it. You can enter your flight number on the touchscreen and get the directions. Love it. Amazing. It was taking their photo. Probably do selfies with it. I love it.、Yeah. I love it. When did you look it up? When I was taking my power nap. Yeah, commercial commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, cut to Arkansas. Okay. Arkansas. Well, no, cut to Tennessee. Oh. They landed in Memphis. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I must、yes. have been searching about Airstar. So we see 18 hours later. They landed in Memphis, Tennessee. I assume it's bordering Can- Kansas.、Mm-hmm. I guess it's the closest large airport. And yeah, they were like, this was a dangerous area. And Memphis always tops the list of dangerous Memphis areas. Memphis is apparently very dangerous. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But it yeah, it's, is. It's, I would love to go. It's the Elvis town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So Nick is nervous meeting the parents because not only they are picking them up. They will be living living with them, and here is what I had to remind myself: she's very young. She's twenty three. Yeah, she's twenty three. He's thirty one. I wonder if, like, did she go to college or was she studying abroad in Australia? Was that the thing? Yeah. I would love to know why she was in Australia, and I almost like I'd like to think that it was a semester abroad. Sure. Because that would make sense. Let's go with that. With her age and everything, let's go with that. So he may have seemed nervous or said he was nervous. He acted like he, Nick and what are their names? Katrina and Kevin. Yes.、Uh, Double K. K and K, Music Factory. They really vibed. Like I really thought, hey, they're getting along. Nick is being personal, cracking jokes. Well, here is why I think so. The parents are super excited. They're like, oh my gosh, you're real. We thought that she has some imaginary Korean boyfriend. So like, okay, Katrina. But here is why I think they were well, so excited. Yeah. They know that she's a little quiet, a little reserved. Yes. And I think they're just happy she found someone who she loves and who loves her back. And I think they're just very open-minded to this. I wish someone gave Nick a class on American culture because what we saw in the, the previews. previews <laughs> oh boy! You guys know I normally don't watch the previews, but I was doing my thing, running around, and then all of a sudden I heard. That's why I call her Piggy. Because look, look at this! Look at this! And he like shook her belly. And I, my head snapped to the TV, and I said, "Oh no, Nick! Don't do that." 
Yeah, that's that's called fat shaming in the U.S. and it's freaking real. It was not good. Not good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't I don't know if Katrina and Kevin are really Devin's parents or what because they're so opposites. You you look at the parents and you go, well, I don't know where she got her personality from because. I want to hang out with Katrina and Kevin. They seem like a barrel of laughs. They're fun. They're hanging out. For sure. Out. Don't know where. Don't know where Devin got her personality. I wonder if she has siblings. If she does, I want to meet them. Yeah. All right. Anyways, that was it for them. It was that uh, was it. Well, short and sweet. He, poor Nick. They're walking through the parking lot, and he's like, "This is very dark. Like very dim. Like." And then you you think of Korea. You think of what we saw in Seoul. Mm-hmm. All the bright lights. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that must be a shock. It's gonna get even darker in Arkansas. Arkansas. I can tell you that. All right, let's take a quick break. All right. Tell you about our sponsors for this episode. When we come back, all the other couples. All right, we'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How are things over there? Things are great. How are things over there? Pretty good. Meeting in right oh. in front of me. Oh, right, right here. <laughs> uh, pretty good. But I am ready to head to Moldova. Moldova. Okay, let's are. do it. Speaking of dog names, speaking of J.P. Weller oh my, the first oh my Jurassic Park, I thought that was a complicated name. I thought that was an intricate name. I thought that was a classy name. Nothing like Jessica Delilah. <laughs> hey there, Delilah. <laughs> What's it like in Moldova? What a, oh, hey, what a dog Delilah, name. Na, na, and, and, of course, we don't have to go in depth again Who about... Who sings the song? I'm sorry. Plain White Tees. Yeah. Um, we talked at length on our recap of The Secret Life of Dancing Dogs uh, about how much we love when dogs have human names. Oh, yeah. And we were like, what are good female names for dogs? Because we were saying, oh, yeah, there's like Kevin's hilarious. Uh, Kevin's awesome. David would be a fun dog name. Or or um, Jessica Jessica Delilah or Jessica Delilah. And we were like, what would be like? I don't know. What's a good dog name that's that's fem that's female? I don't know. Victoria, Kathleen, Megan. I don't know. Jessica Delilah. Jessica Delilah. Nailed I'm it. wondering, like, they must like love Jessica Simpson and some sort of a Delilah because that's so random. It's so random. random. It's pretty random. Also, speaking of names, we talked about it last episode. Nikki does call him Igor. In or, front of his family, And the yes. parents say Igor. They don't and say it makes it. sense because that's his freaking name. Like, yeah. Nikki named him Justin. It is a little disrespectful. Like, if I, I know we do have our pet name and I say it, I say it when we're at your parents' home. But when I'm talking to your parents, I use the name they gave you. Really? And, I don't do that with yeah. your parents. Yes, you. if you're talking to my mom, you're like, hey, John wants oh, the sparkling true. water. No, with you're dinner. right. You're right. You're right. Um, you're right. But even the name we gave each other, it's like, it's a dumb made up name. It's not like. It's not dumb. Take it back. What I mean is it's, it's fun. Not, it's, it's not. It's, it's not silly. A, it's not a pet name. It's lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle but that we live. But it's not like you're like, well, I'm going to call you Michael from now oh, on. <laughs> and then and then you're telling my mom like, hey, Michael wants sparkling water. Like, <laughs> that would be so disrespectful because like, my parents chose Jonathan. And yeah. it's a beautiful name and you should it is a beautiful respect name. it. But so I'm glad everyone's calling him Igor. Yeah, you always shorten it to John. Yeah, I mean, I, I got places to be. 
I love both. I love John. I love Jonathan. It's beautiful. Thank you. Tell my parents. So, all right. Everyone's hanging out in the living room. There's a classic Euro spread on the table. Oh, yeah. You love to see it. Europeans love setting at the table for the guests. One questionable item. I feel like they stole those wine glasses from the discotheca or something. They had like <laughs> neon stems to them. Something. Something. Some, I mean, the whole decor was a little questionable, mm-hmm. but it almost seemed like very Popichka-ish. Yeah, really nice big house. Oh, yeah. It seemed like they had maybe a nice view from yeah. that balcony, but the wine glasses. I'll tell you one thing. My mom has a good sense of style. So my parents' house is very well decorated. Like yeah. you go to other Czech houses, not everyone has that. Like some people, like, I think younger people do. Like you go to my cousin's house, Radushka's house is very nice. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. But more more people my parents' age, which is their age, is like it's this like weird mix of things. It's like they stopped trying in, yes. in once communism ended. Yes, but you're very like spoiled by my parents' house. Very nice house. Yes, and it's a, it's a, it's a small house, but it's very well decorated. I agree. All right, so Mother Maya is that how you say it? It's name? Maya. Yeah. Maya, uh, very welcoming of Nicole. Like nearly made out with her when she walked in. I love this. I didn't expect that. I know. Open arms. Yeah. Open mouth. And Maya's like, I have something I think you're going to like, Nicole. And she goes and grabs this photo album with a bunch of photos. And I thought like, oh, we're going to go down memory lane. My, Your parents did it to me. Oh, I saw, yeah. I saw you in the bathtub. I saw you with your dog, Ida. I saw, I saw all the photos of Teresa. <laughs> this photo album was more about Nikki and Justin. Yes. And it meant a lot to Nicole that... Maya would keep these photos. Yeah, and she tells her, she's like, I'm so thankful for you not ripping these photos off and uh, keeping them and keeping an open mind. And here's what Maya said. Maya said that, yeah, when they broke up and Justin came back home, he was devastated. And I was worried about his mental health post, post-breakup. And the way she said it, I feel like she, she thought, oh, he's so sad he broke up. Mm. But I feel like it was more like he just learned something yeah. that's just wow. Of course it's going to fuck. I think he is a little messed up from it Yeah, because it's just. It's, proce- it's got to process a lot. Being, um, you do you. I love everyone. I love all people. I really don't care whether you are straight, gay, transgender. I really don't give a shit. But if I was in a relationship with someone I would expect them to be honest. And yeah. the fact that someone wasn't, that's that's really fucked up. Yeah, you would feel lied to, misled. Absolutely. And you want and to talk think, about trust, yeah. And I think that's why he, that was the reason why he was so unwell mentally because mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine. Totally, totally. Yeah. But here, here they are, the photos are out, and Justin's like, this is great, right? Things are going well. And he says, now you can see my work. He, he, he says his work is that he made his family understand Nikki Again. and support Nikki. Again, I'm sorry. I was, yeah, I'm sorry I was talking over you. But yes, language. That's the way he can put it together at his best. That's the language barrier. Obviously, he. this is not something he would have said if he was practicing Duolingo for another six months. <laughs> yeah, this episode, 
I really saw how much he struggled with English. And he does. You, I see him struggle all the time. And he, that's why he speaks very slowly. Mm-hmm. I think the reason why, because he's really thinking about things. That makes sense. So all is well. Mom and dad step out. They come back with some more food and booze. I mean, this is this is just classic hospitality, at least from what I've experienced you in Europe. It's like the first time I ever went, I remember the spreads and I sent a photo to my parents and it was like morning time. There's three alcohols, two coffees, <laughs> breakfast, bagel, not bagels, but Rahulik and everything. And my mom was like, well, you're not going to go hungry or sober. And it's like, no, everything you need is provided for you. Isn't it wild the first time you went to Europe? You're like, oh, wow. I mean, Europe, I mean, Czech. And now it's just, it's a normal thing to do. You just go to Europe. It's my second home. It's your second home. I love that. Mm. So Nikki brings up how Justin is planning on leaving again, right? She's going to go, he's going to go live with her in the States. And mom and dad are like, yeah, we're going to miss our son, Igor. We're very worried because... The first time he left, he came back and he wasn't well, as you say. Yeah. So mom's like, let's, can we go outside and talk? Can Justin, you and I go outside and talk. And I love this because I'm, I'm relating a lot to this whole scene. But Relating? When they go outside, when Justin and his mom go outside to talk, dad and Nikki are just sitting there for a half second. <laughs> dad just stands up and leaves. My and parents don't leave. No, but... You've left me and Babichka. Because I had to go to the bathroom. And it is so awkward trying to make small talk, trying to show how heavy the iPhone is with my hand because she's like, oh, phone? I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, it's heavy. I'm like, yeah. You don't have to try. She's trying. (laughs) She's trying. And dad was at like, absolutely not. As soon as they left, he was like, I'm not going to try to make small talk (laughs) with this American. I'm out of here. And he left until they came back and then he came back in. And I just related to it so much. My parents are trying. Everyone's trying. Yeah. Everyone's trying. My grandma's trying. Everyone's trying. So Justin and mom, they do come back in and it's all good. Nikki's like, I can see how much you love your son, but he's in good hands with me. And Nikki and mom, they hug it out. Yes. And she loves it. They accept her and they gave them their blessing. Yeah. It was interesting when Nikki was like, well, how did you come to accept me? Right? Like, this this is not easy for everyone. Your culture is not open. Yeah. And I love what mom says. She says, everyone's different. Everyone can like whatever they want to like. Yeah. Right? And... This is when Igor did a terrible job of translating. <laughs> I forget exactly what he said. I didn't write it down because I think my computer would have broken, but... I hate it because I, I really... Like, for me, when I translate, I make sure you get the whole thing. And I know I sometimes get hiccupy because I'm trying to find the right words. Yeah. So, like, often, I don't know if you realize that, but sometimes my translations, I kind of, like, talk around the topic a little bit because I'm trying to find the right word to mm-hmm. truly describe what was said. Mm-hmm. Because if I shorten it, you would never feel what my parents said. I understand that, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, dude, just translate. Translate as it is. But so, yeah, then Nikki popped a big question and said, do we have your blessing to get married? And they give the blessing. And Justin's like, great. Well, we have a date, Saturday. Our friends are coming. You guys, of course, are coming now. Will you come? Will you be there? And they say yes. But that was surprising that we have a wedding date. I 
Honestly, I was like, wait a minute. Like, am I not mi- am I not understanding this? They're getting married in Moldova. I guess. I thought she said, "Oh, we have like, what did she say? Four months on the K one visa." So why are they on K-1 if they're getting married in Moldova? That's a great point. Maybe it's just ceremonial. but and, Or maybe it wasn't a wedding, but they definitely said, like, cool, we have a date on Saturday. My friends are going to be there. Will you guys be there? And they said yes. I know. I mean, beautiful, but confusing. Am I right? Yeah. All right. Oof. Let me collect myself for a second before I move on. Who do we have next? You know. Ooh, uh, you Manuel know. and Ashley. This is infuriating. I'm going to try to maintain some sort of composure. Okay. But this is infuriating. So, Ashley and Manuel. Okay. Everything is a situation with them. Just wanting to go out for coffee is a situation. Causes voices to be raised. Right? Ashley wants to go out and grab a coffee. Manuel is like, there's coffee here. Just make coffee. And it turns into this huge argument. No thoughts? Oh, I I thought you're going (laughs) to keep going because absolutely. First of all, he starts counting her money, which is what's pissing me off. Because I'll be honest, right? We have a coffee machine. I'm the one who always makes coffees at home. John sometimes does. Sometimes he goes out and buys coffee, which I told him. I said, hey, you can make coffee at home. And he said, I don't like it. I like when I'm grabbing something on the way. And that's good enough for it's me to let him to let him be. I'm not counting his money. If that's what he wants to do twice a week, go for it. It's a mini vacation to be able to go to the Bucks or go to the local coffee shop and walk in. Hey, John. Hey, grab your coffee. Walk out. It's a mini vacation. It's a moment of zen. I'm, and it's worth the $5 in oh my yeah. mind. I like doing it when we go on a walk or something. We pick up a coffee or a tea. Like for me, I like the coffee we have at home. And I'm also like, I roll out of bed. And I either work from home and I like to drink my coffee. Or I drive to work. I like to have it in my mug. And so that's me. And that's fine. If you like to grab a Starbucks on the way, by all means. Like, the fact if I told you, oh, don't do it, you're wasting $3, it's like, well, what, what's that going to do? Unless we're struggling, which let's knock, we, we can get some coffee. So the fact that he was counting her money on something silly as coffee, especially if she enjoys it, that pissed me off. It is ridiculous that she's spending $8 on a coffee, but... It's it's eight dollars on one coffee. What does she I mean, drink? A, she's like, if I didn't buy one coffee a day, that would save eight dollars. But then I would put it in gas. Like, we're not what do save, you get? I don't know. It's ridiculous. But that aside, it's her money. Capital H E R. Her money. And you said it. You hate that he's counting his money. And here's why I hate it even more. Because he's not sitting there going, "We need this money to pay the rent." He's going, "I need this money to send to my yeah. parents or my family." It's her money. Mm-hmm. She's being very generous and understanding to send any of it to your family. And the fact that he's like, I know you want a coffee, but you can't afford it because I need to send that money to my family really rubs me the wrong way. It's fucked up, especially because I I get the fact that he takes care of his kids, right? He needs to send them some money. But 
He never said this to her before he came. They never had a conversation about him sending X amount of $300 is a lot of money. He never told her. He came and assumed that, okay, well, I'm here for you. Since I can't do it anymore, you have to do it now. That's fucked up on so many levels. And here's what I would say to that. Yes, it's great that he's providing for his family. Well, maybe you should have stayed in Ecuador a little longer. Saved up more money, mm-hmm. knowing that when I go to the States, I'm not going to be able to work for 90 days, 120 days, whatever it is. Stay in Ecuador a little bit longer, stockpile some money, stow it away. And then when you leave, give it to your family and say, here's the money to use until I can get a job in the States and send you money back. But to just show up in New York and be like, hey, guess what? Now we're sending your money to my family. I'm like, that really upsets me. Yeah, same here. I... I dislike him more and more. He's definitely, I almost feel like he's the worst person that's ever been on 90 Day. Like personally, It gets worse and worse. Worse and worse. So here is what they do. They're going out. She's telling him to wear comfy shoes, which I'm like, oh, going on a walk, going hiking. No, they're running errands. Yeah, she does. This did upset me too, though. So I kind of see where he's coming from. When they get in the car, she's double fisting coffee. She has the coffee she made, and then she has, like, a Starbucks canned Frappuccino. Yeah. And I'm like, first of all, do you need two coffees? Second of all, how are you driving with your hand, with double fist and coffee? And then I remembered, oh, yeah, she's the woman who had a panic attack driving to the airport and was FaceTiming, no hands on the wheels, freaking out. I go, this checks out. Well, have two coffees. I don't give a shit. But the fact that she At the same time? You do, but... (laughs) The fact that she put it in a mason jar without a lid. <laughs> what the fuck? How are you going to drink it with a lid on Just it? Just get a, get a nice tumbler, yeah. right? I love tumblers. I steal yours all the time. That's money that could be being sent to Manuel's family, though. The tumbler? Yeah, if you spend on a, th- a Stanley tumbler. I don't have, we don't have a Stanley. We have whatever, Yeti. Yeah. Yeah. Which we, got, we get for free. I was going to say, we got it for free. I love it. But let's say you do spend 20 bucks on a tumbler. You make coffee at home. Well, money saved. Regardless, forget about money. Why the, Why do you drive with a coffee without a lid? Well, that that's literally, <laughs> no, that's an accident about to happen. The yeah. car, like you just hit the brakes a little bit. Oh my gosh, I had so much anxiety watching her. And here is why I got mad at Manuel, right? She gets in the car with her freaking mason jar without the lid. And don't get me wrong, mason jars have lids. Without the lid. I know, but how are you going to undo the lid while you're driving to drink it? Well, there's some, you can have one with a straw. Okay. Anyways, she gets in the car and she spills the coffee a little bit, right? And Manuel looks at her. He's like, ah, look at you spilling coffee. Good. Like, he is so yeah. malicious that I think that's what I hate the most about him. Like, yeah. Being malicious really rubs me the wrong there way. There is zero love there. Apparently, they bang it out once in a while in the bedroom and then everything's okay for a Ugh. second. But, yes, I don't think he loves her. He's using her. Oh, yeah. He wants things his way or the highway. And it is very infuriating. And so while they're driving, Ashley calls her friend and just talks about Manuel on speakerphone while he's sitting right there, which is extremely rude. I I find that. So they're both, 
I'm not fans of either of them. Yeah, same. But he's not an idiot. I think he can pick up some words. If anything, he can pick up coffee and he can pick up totally. Alicia. Totally. So he can put two and two together knowing she's calling her friend, complaining about this whole coffee debacle. <laughs> and she's crying. So you... You can literally pick up the pieces. And the friend's like, oh, my God, do you think it could be something bigger than coffee? It's like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock, it's bigger than coffee. He's a moron. <laughs> He's a total moron. <laughs> this, do you think it's really about the coffee? No. Well, let's meet Elisa and Sully. And I like them as a couple. I think they need to be a little more honest with Ashley. Yeah. Because so they're doing candle making class, which... I want to do too. Oh, after they said a hundred cents are available, I was leaning in. I was like, I'm what I could think about nine. And then the, the other 91, I'm scratching my head. There is a candle making place like down the street uh, from us. I'm in. We should go. I'm okay. In. okay so- I wanted Ashley to grab like a coffee scented candle and really <laughs> rub it in his face. Savash. Yeah. So they're picking all the scents, right? And Ashley's telling the camera saying well we never had really had to deal with each other one-on-one it was always like us with friends us with family so now when it's the two of us things are not as easy no shit yeah but they should have spent more time together just the two of them before he moved in even if it's for a week totally and the friends are asking good questions like oh what do you do to make manuel comfortable in the states and she's like I cook, although he would disagree. He would say he cooks. Like she doesn't even have an answer to that. Like there is nothing they agree There's on. Nothing. There's no love, and I hate to say, but there are so many people out there who bang people without loving them. Mm-hmm. There is a difference between being attracted to someone and love someone. Obviously, love and attractions come hand in hand, but you can have attraction without love. Forget about how Manuel looks. His personality is so unattractive that I don't know what is even drawing them together. And his face literally looks like he hates being there. He does. He, he can't wait to go see his family in the city or he whatever. He does, there. but he it's not even it's not even like he's trying. He's putting up a persona. He's putting up a friendly face when he's out with friends. You look at him. And he looks like I hate all oh, of you. it's Molly and Luis. Oh, my gosh. Where, it's Molly and Luis. <laughs> where it's like, oh, this guy literally hates being here, hates you, and is using you. But for some reason, you're telling yourself this is love and this is amazing. And so you're going through with it. Yeah, Luis asking Molly's oh, daughter don't even say if it. she had sex. Oh. Disgusting. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Ma- Manuel is giving me Luis vibes for sure. But, okay, back to these guys. They're making candles chatting about the wedding and all kinds of things. And then Alicia brings up the money, sending money to Ecuador mm-hmm. to the family, right? Mm-hmm. And Ashley says, I know how much his family depends on him. I know he has kids and I knew that he'll need to take care of them somehow. However, it wasn't discussed how much. And then he rolls in and says, oh, it's 300 a month. That's my responsibility now. Yeah, and we can all pretend we're saints here, but for the sake of this conversation slash argument, the fact that she needs to support another woman's children that 
Manuel had before her, that's got to be tough. Like, it's one thing to be like, sure, let's take care of your parents, Manuel. But Manuel banged another woman. They had a kid. That woman's now MIA. And so Ashley's going to send her own money to take care of this woman's child. I think if they had a nice, healthy relationship and things like this were talked about and discussed, and maybe it would be, I cannot do 300, maybe I can do 150 while we're waiting for your green card, right? Mm -hmm. But there wasn't even a discussion. And what really pissed me off, like really, was that Manuel said, well, I used to make 600 a month, so I gave half to my family. And now you spend 130 on on stupid pets and all this coffee and you don't even want to send money to my family. And he storms off. And that was so (laughs) fucked up because what he was saying is like, oh, I used to give them half of what I had. And you don't even want to share a piece of what you have. Dude. It's not her family. It's not it her responsibility. It is if they get married. She never even met the kids. He I never know. introduced her I'm to the kids. I'm playing devil's advocate over There's here. There's no relationship. Like, if she met the kids, if there was a relationship, if the kids knew she exists, maybe. True. Right, she could be. A, she will be a stepmom. They have no idea about her. So what is she, a piggy bank? Yeah. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I hope Alisa would be like, do not marry this dude. Oh, my God. Kick him out. He has places to go. Move on. Because she needs to. Yeah. Oh, when he stood up, chugged his beer, and just ran off, I was like, and the biggest asshole award goes to Manuel. And the fact that he says, oh, you spent one thirty on a dog. It's like, the dog is her family. If the dog needs something, it's her money. It's her dog. Why not? Yeah. I guess if it was between, oh, her dog or her his kids getting food or something like that. Okay, we can have a conversation. I think helping a human being probably over a pet. But that's not the case. No. He's just bitter and I hate him for it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fired up. I'm so fired up. I'm fired up, Teresa. I didn't realize how fired up I'll be. Oh, watching it, I was fired up. So I was like, I know talking about it, I'm going to I be- know. <laughs> He's such a moron. Let's... Let's close this thing out with a couple that can calm us down, maybe. With a couple that I think I gave her too much shit last time, I think I'm coming a little around. Okay. I think I I have more understanding. It's almost... I'm All like, right, Brandy. I, Is that Brandy over there? I was there? just going to say it. Well, she didn't present herself the best way. And I think maybe it came down to her not being comfortable. But I'm going to give her some credit. And yes... We're talking about Annalie Clayton and all the guinea pigs. I still have questions for Annalie, but we'll get to them. I'll ask I'll ask you your thoughts. So, all right. There's not enough room for mom in this apartment, but there is space for an indoor pool. Literally, indoor pool for the <laughs> guinea pigs. Mom definitely soaks in that during the day, though. Oh, yeah. I can totally oh, see yeah. that. This was the dumbest way to fill that pool. I just have to say. <laughs> I get it. I know there's a little extension on the sink. Beautiful. Still the dumbest way to fill this pool. How would you fill the pool? I would leave the pool outside where it belongs. <laughs> then I would go to Home Depot, get a bucket. Okay. And I would put the bucket under the sink. Then I would take the bucket outside and dump it in the pool. You know what happens when you leave guinea pigs outside? They run away. They run for bushes. Mm, you, think- you don't, you don't mm. want to lose your guinea pig. Okay. Well, it still stands. Speaking would- from experience, Peppa too? No. Yes, it was Peppa too. It was Peppa too. I would still 
leave the pool on the ground and fill a bucket and dump it into the pool because they were like wrestling that thing into the galley kitchen, which it wouldn't fit in. Then they're trying to like fill it up. It's spilling. It was brutal. Here's a better idea. Get a baby, baby top, the little baby bathtub that you put in an actual bathtub, you fill with water. True. That's how you do it. True. The biggest shock though, is that you look at this hoarder's house, right? Last thing I would have thought they would do in this house (laughs) is bathe their guinea pigs. Well, I think the house looks the way it does because it has all mom's shit. We saw the storage room. Like mom has yeah. so oh, many yeah. things Forgot that that's room. why it looks the way it does. You don't even have to go to Home Depot. I'm sure there's a bucket in that storage room you can use. Probably, yeah. But anyways, it's time to bathe the guinea pigs. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was very adorable. Very adorable. They wrapped them in uh, in towels. And I love that Anali was helping him. Sure. Not like saucing the guinea pigs on a pan she was just wrapping them in a towel well she was cleaning them before she eats them (laughs) so while they're cleaning the guinea pigs clayton brings up hey i want to go see brandy i want to try to make things right between us and some of our friends have called in and some things are floating around on the internet and apparently yeah clayton was tweeting about brandy and kind of going hard at her throwing a little shade well first of all he said Brandy has a three-bedroom house with a finished basement with no roommates. Yet, mom lives in the closet. Well, he said, like, I'm the only one who cares about mom. And first I thought maybe her and mom had some falling out, right? But later when we meet Brandy and she talks about her mom, she says, yeah, I only have one mom, so I get what Anna is going through. Yeah, I think... I think maybe Brandy, because we saw what happened last episode. It was pretty rough between Brandy and Annalie. This episode, things seem to be repaired a little bit. But I have a feeling Brandy went back to being old Brandy and judging Annalie, judging the relationship, giving her shit, maybe saying she's just here for a green card. I think that maybe happened a little bit later on after this episode. And Clayton's like, well, screw you, Brandy. I don't like the way you're talking about my fiance or my wife. And yeah. that rubbed him the wrong way. And that's why he's shading his sister. Because those sh- tweets were. I know. That was like one nice. of him giving a finger yeah. to her. Yeah. Unless he just knows how to play social media, which I don't think he does. So I, I yeah. feel like this is honest. But I mean, he spends a lot of time online. That's so who true knows? Too. That's true He too. knows. But anyways, guinea pigs are all washed up. And so we see Annalie walking t- to the pool. She's going to call her mom Dora. So, okay, I thought maybe this was like a townhouse. Maybe he bought this. This was like a one-off property. This is clearly a community, right? Yeah. It's got a pool. Yeah. It's got a leasing office. It's got probably a gym. If the management knew there was a woman living in the closet, <laughs> I think there would be issues. Yes. They need to do something about it. <laughs> yes. They need to Stat. do something. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's calling her mom Dora. And we learned that Dora has some medical issues and it's been it's been like this in the past eight years. She's dealing with a few things. Diabetes, arthritis, osteoporosis. Yes. And my dad has diabetes, my mom has arthritis. Both not fun. I don't know about the third one. Osteoporosis. But Dora has all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh and Trifecta. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Annalise worried that she left mom in this stage, right? Left her back home in Peru. And 
this is what I realized. Like, wait a minute, mom knows about exactly. Thank you. Mom knows about this, and mom's okay with it. Even though mom is sick, she knows. She she said, "Oh, you left for love. You left for the boyfriend, not a fiance." Unless mm. it's just she didn't use the proper term. But mom knows. So, I assume mom and dad are divorced. Yes. And maybe that's what happens. I feel like maybe we've seen it in the past where dad takes on daughter as like, now this is this is my little girl and I need to protect her. And that's why there's this fear of telling dad. Because, yeah, I was I thought the same thing. Oh, mom knows everything. And dad knows nothing. Yeah. I, I found it strange. Yeah. It's it's weird. I, I have a very friendly relationship with my dad. My dad is my friend. We're friends. He would tell me if he didn't like you. And he told me in the past. And it wasn't even about someone I dated. It was about a friend of mine that my dad assumed or thought, like, this guy has a crush on you. Please don't pursue this at all. Like, he is not good for you. This is not going to work out. Please, I'm asking you. Like, I can tell. So my dad is very honest. And the fact that he just, like, loves you so much, I know that he genuinely does because my dad would have said something. Happy to hear that. Right? But yeah. regardless, he would have said, but if I was like, oh, who cares? It's my life. He would be like, you know what? It's your life. True. Right. But her being afraid of her dad, it's it's kind of, I don't like that. I don't like it. Well, She's we an adult. Okay, but we don't know the way her dad has treated her or conditioned her. Correct, but she's 26 years old. Whether your dad gets upset or not. There's a reason mom and dad are divorced. So let's start there. True, but long story short, she's in the U.S. What is he going to get? Cyber mad? All right. All right. She she probably should maybe talk to someone about it. And It's silly that she's lying to her dad. It is. And that's, that's why I was mad because I said, there is more to it. Like she, why is she here? Why is she not... Like, not being on social media, I it's almost like not even, oh, you don't want to show your relationship, you don't want to spam, whatever. I don't even think about it. You're such a big part of my life that whatever I do, right, mm-hmm. I do with you. So, of course, you're on my social media. Okay. Well, let's, let's move along because I do have some questions that All may right. tie back to this. Before... Mom does start crying, making the point that she's all alone and she was okay with Annalie leaving because she thought she was leaving for love and she'll be able to find happiness if Annalie can find happiness. Here's the bombshell she dropped. And I was like, WTF. Annalie's telling mom the whole thing about Brandy. And then she says, well, the apartment, you know, it's tight. Like, he makes me clean guinea pigs because he cannot do it because he's allergic. (laughs) Yeah. And here is why I realized why he washes them. Because of the... Because he's allergic to them. Yeah. I have never washed my guinea pig. And that's why they ran away. No. But I didn't need to. I wasn't allergic to them. Mm. Okay. You washed pets, though. I've washed... I never washed waffles. I washed my... Did I wash waffles? Okay. Maybe I, I washed my rabbit. He hated it. Then I washed my Mm-mm. mouse. And I think my mom dumped You did not wash your mouse. You tried to see if your mouse could swim, and it could not, and it died. Well, before I did that, my mom wanted to shampoo the mouse. <laughs> and so we dumped a little little shampoo on her. And I think she, like, swallowed some of it. Oh, boy. And then when I allowed her to swim, maybe maybe oh the shampoo affected her a little bit. Maybe she was a little poisoned. But, yeah, guys, some, mou- some mice don't swim. Some don't. All right. So, new day. Let's go 
to Indiana to go apple picking. I love that you remember all my pet stories. Yeah, they're tragic. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, we're going to Indiana. We're going to see Brandy, see if we can smooth things over. So I guess Brandy lives in Indiana. Yeah, super close. Oh, Kentucky. it's bordering Kansas. Nope. Yes, it is. Kentucky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they hit the road. They're hoping... The intimacy, or at least Clayton's hoping, the intimacy is still missing. But maybe once we get to this hotel, you got to have hotel sex. Yeah. Because so he said, we reconnected on all levels, but intimacy. Yes. And I appreciated that on this drive, usually these foreigners, they're not very curious. Well, I guess maybe it's more the Americans aren't very curious. But Anna Lee was curious because she was like, we're going to Indiana. Well, in Kentucky, there were horses. There was bourbon. What's in Indiana? And Clayton was like, drugs and corn. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an ICP album. Sounds bad, right? Yeah. So they get to this apple orchard and they meet Brandy. She handed them a bucket. Mm-hmm. The fill with apples. Yes. I've never been apple picking. You still haven't? No. Have you taken me? Uh, no. It's beautiful. I love it. You would love it. I, I know I would. Just snacking while you're I picking. I would never, I've never been. We've gone to a pumpkin patch. Yes, we went to a pumpkin patch. Huh. All right, we'll work on that. Okay. We'll work on that. Okay, so Brandy feels bad the way she treated Annalie at the whiskey tasting. And she thought, maybe this is a nice place to forgive and forget. And so Brandy's like, thank you guys for coming. I know I was kind of a turd last yes. time. Yeah, so she apologizes. And I only appreciate it, right? Mm-hmm. And Brandy says, well, I just felt very overloaded with information. And he's my little brother. And I think I just took it out on Annalie because of what she said. And I loved what Annalie did. She wrote, she wrote this text in her phone, almost like an explanation why she's not there for a green card. And this is why what I appreciate it too. Yeah. She said it was difficult for me to leave my country because my mom is in very delicate health. So when you said I was just here for a green card, it was hard because leaving my family with yeah. all they're going through, it's not easy. She's like, I was about to cry when you said that. Yeah. A lot of tears started flowing. And Brandy goes over and hugs Annalie and apologizes. She starts crying, which I was like, good, because I felt it too. Well, here's my issue. Clayton goes, so she says she's here for a bigger reason. She's here for our relationship. And Brandy says, well, I hope so. She's still not totally convinced. Well. There's a little sass in that. I hope so. Well, I think as a sister who maybe has some concerns, one one sentence or a couple of sentences from Annalie are not going to make her become a believer. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a good start. However, seeing the social media of Clayton, who knows? Yikes. (laughs) So Clayton's like, well, Brandy said, how is it living with closet mom? And Clayton goes, well, it's been okay, but kind of hard to find some private time to get intimate. How did you do it when mom was living with you? And then Brandy just bends over and says like this. That's how she got pregnant. True. That's Very what she true. did Like while living with mom. I'm like, TMI, Brandy. TMI, go pick apples. TMI. Speaking of getting intimate, let's get to this hotel. Let's put that technique to the test. Oh, Clayton. Mr. Romance brought a box of battery-operated candles with him. Uh, so he's like, hey, Annalise, stay here. I'll, I'll tell you when you can come up to the room. He takes out these battery-operated candles, 
puts them all over the place, whips out some lube, whips out a Rubik's Cube, which some would say the vagina is nature's Rubik's Cube. But he he sprinkles all the candles out and sets the mood, if you can, in this Well, place. he's like, I brought this lube for the fun stuff. Yeah, because friction is not your friend or something. He said something. And then he's like, and I brought the Rubik's Cube if she falls asleep. <laughs> okay. So, and that, that literally told me what type of a person he is. I wish I could do it. I've tried. There's there's a couple moves. There's a way to do it. Like you can Google how to solve a Rubik's cube, and but there's a that's few moves. Cheating, or it's learning. Or okay, so Anali comes and he's laying on the bed. He's like chicky chicky. chicky, chicky <laughs> I don't understand chicky. what that is. Is he doing is the chica? Like girl? Uh, I thought he was doing but a he's guinea pig. Cheeky. I think so. Guys call in, but that's my understanding. He's like chicky chicky. I thought he was doing. Oh, he's doing the Doug funny. No, I think oh. he's like chicky chicky. I thought he was like doing being the guinea sexy. Well, Anali says. He looks like a cow. <laughs> yes. And so he's hoping for some big plans. He starts massaging her, and Anna is like, "You know what? I'm tired." And poor Clayton, he's like. You know what blue, blue balls are? Blue notes? Blue nut, blue tip, blue diamond. Yeah, yeah, blue man group. You know what that is? <laughs> he's like, so he explains, and she's like, oh. He's like, do you want to see? Oh. Bro. Yikes. Bro, that's not how you get your girl to participate in some sexual activities. Yeah, so long story short, she's like, let's turn off the lights because we're going to bed. So here's my question. From a female perspective. Why do we think Annalie doesn't want to bang Clayton? If they've banged before, it's not like yeah. it's the first time. They've banged before. She can muster up the courage if that's what it is. I think, let's say she is attracted to him and they seem to be hitting it off a little more. I think it's maybe the cameras, the mom in the Ooh. closet. She doesn't want to blast it out there as she's banging him. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they're going to bang. Okay. I just don't think she was going to advertise like Jasmine and Gino. Mm. Mm. All right. I think that's a great point of view. So there we go. That's the episode. Woo-hoo. What an episode. What an episode. Episode eight. Oof. Love it. So thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed watching it as much as we did. Oh, yeah. If you guys want to hear us talk more about 90 Day, we're talking about the other way on Patreon and Supercast. Patreon.com slash Mary Mary3Reality.supercast.com. We also just talked about The Secret Life of Dancing Dog. If beautiful. You want, if you don't want to listen to that, at least watch the show on Hulu. It's beautiful. We're not being paid to say that or anything. We just stumbled upon it. And he just loved it. It's our new favorite show. So Patreon, Supercast. Also, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. You can call in over there. Share your thoughts. We want to hear what you guys have to say. Spread the love. Share your thoughts. Spread the love. Speaking of spreading the love, if you guys haven't left a review, please do. It's so easy to do. And if you leave a five-star review, you write something. We'll read it on this podcast right here. Like our friend Gil did. Yes. What a beautiful review. What an interesting review. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Thank you, Gil. Thank you to your wife. We're so happy you guys are listening together. <laughs> um, and last but not least, make sure you guys are following the podcast. So no matter what we drop, when we drop, it'll come right to your device. It's so easy to do. Look down. Smash that follow button. Guys, smash like it's as hard as the above mentioned beautiful review from our friend Gil and his wife. Oops. Sorry. Um, yes. Thank you. All right. That is that. We hope you guys had a fantastic Thanksgiving. We're thankful for all of you. Yes. So on to the next holiday. It's Tis the season. Tis okay. the season. And we may or may not be dropping some extra bonuses. Love it. All right. That is it. I've said it all. Have you? Said it all. Too much, probably. Means we'll talk to you guys soon. 
Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.